0: Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Lifetime Christmas
1: Murder movies.
0: I'm Dan, and I despise Lifetime Christmas Murder movies.
1: I'm Alonzo, and I'm sorry, I thought I was here to talk about the Ted Lasso finale. And this <laughs> is, is the Deck the, the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. podcast. Son of a Come God. on, man. Oh, one job. we going from the top.
2: Deck the Hallmark, it's this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and friends host this podcast. <laughs>
0: Hope you like this
2: jolly podcast blah, 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 blah. Ultimately it's, it's this almost, falls on me. It's I, Trace, almost
0: fair to it's almost unfair to end the episode with Deck the Homework is produced by Aaron Shea. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Trace <laughs> so <her> for <laughs> just
2: to pull back the curtain here, Trace has been asking me to get back in the swing of things. Mm. And I've been like, no, Trace, no, no, no. And I said, you know what? Let me just let me just let her see if she can hit the sound buttons. And she just couldn't. And she even did do not. It. And that's on her. It's a low bar. It's a, it's a low, low bar. bar. That's did- on me. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, Trace. I don't know why Brian gave you another chance to be honest, but
2: I was watching Fred Masso.
0: Fred Masso. Yeah,
2: Fred Masso.
0: It's a Ted Lasso knockoff. Yeah. It's like the Czech Cola of Ted Lasso.
2: It's <laughs> real good. It's Is about it? it's about a what man. If
0: everyone was mean all the time. <laughs>
2: well, yeah. But also there's lots of slides.
0: Okay, interesting.
2: Slides you go down, slides you wear.
0: Okay, great. Good. That's fantastic. Fred Masso. you watch on the wall. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Fred Masso.
0: Good to hear. Thanks, Trace. But that's hey, on me. Alonzo, I know that this won't air until Monday, but we're recording it fresh off of the Ted Lasso finale air date. So I would love a quick, just a uh, a quick hitter
1: from uh. you on it. It just, you know, it, I rung out is pretty much the words that I have by the end of it. It was such an emotional roller coaster. I was, I was drained and devastated and, and, uh, overjoyed by the end of it. It's, it's a great one.
2: Yeah. So, I love the hard, finale. It's always hard to say goodbye to friends. I
0: love the finale. I have two spoilery questions that I can do off air. Cause this isn't a Ted Lasso podcast. Sure. Yeah, but, but I, I have two things, but I, I adored the finale. I thought it hit all the notes that the show started and they, they do a lot where they have a lot of the same things happening from the pilots in the finale, which is sometimes when you do that, it goes really poorly. And sometimes when you do it, 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 it's aces and this was aces like there's like at least 12 callbacks in an hour to something that happened in the pilot and if you don't pick up on it by the end when they're in the airplane you'll pick up on it then but i think like for me i was like that's from the i think that's from the, and then by the time they're in the airplane i'm like oh yeah all of this is from the pilot <laughs> so uh that was really well done and i just it was good i enjoyed it
1: yeah I, and i was really happy with how they uh the, the resolution of Keeley's storyline had nothing to do with who what man she picked.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was very, very important. Uh, yeah. I agree with that. Did you I'm tear sure. up at all, Dan? I did. Oh, yay! Um, it's the only time I've teared up all series, but I teared up, and this is a little bit of a spoiler, but not uh-oh. much of one. I teared up when the kid runs to see his dad. Mm-hmm, That's when mm-hmm. I teared up. I mean, that for me, like, your, your kid running down the hall to give you a big hug is the ultimate, like, the best thing. And so... For this kid, like, it was such an, like, earned moment for me. The rest of it is always, like, I smile and I enjoy. But this was, like, that was, like, very much... You know the driving force for him, his decision making. So
2: I, I wow. teared, I teared up most of the second. Wow, you're so, you're so. still a monster, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of great. Listen, there's a lot of great <laughs> stuff in
0: there. A lot of great stuff in there. Um, you know, my favorite line was uh, though of uh, maybe the whole show is Roy Kent. I'd like to be a diamond dog. I think the the way that that was delivered was just. Yeah perfection like was mm. just everything you could have wanted from a character and their arc and the whole thing i thought that line was was great so i can't
2: wait yeah. to watch a spinoff that is most definitely happening yeah for sure um let's do a little uh it's beginning to look a lot like murder uh shall mm. we a mm-hmm, lifetime mm-hmm. uh movie network joint lmn a network I think we all uh, exist yeah, existed. No and love, for uh, sure. Big fans. OP. Uh, this is uh, December 2nd, 2022 is when it aired, and it went a little something like this. The music, it's creepy. The chimes, they're chiming. Uh, we're walking up to the finish line. Um, and someone is wearing is a cake hood. in
0: the building? <laughs> cake is in the Hillary building. Hilary Kovacs and Lee Hodo, do not <laughs> add cake to our
2: playlist. Don't do it. Don't do it. Sorry, everybody. Uh, The music is creepy. The chimes are chiming. Um, The music is happening is what I'm trying to say. It's clearly a different vibe. Yes. Uh, Someone's wearing a hood, poking through stuff in a basement. Doesn't belong to them at all. An older woman returns home to her beautifully decorated home. Uh, She hears some moving around, and while talking to a gnome, she scurries over to the basement looks down the staircase asking who it is and when she sees who it is she says you next thing you know or she says at, you you <laughs> you 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 crank the uh next <laughs> next thing you know Hillary, you can add soldier boy to the playlist <laughs> <You> can <laughs> uh next thing you know she is at the bottom of the stairs splat And Hood Guy is running away. It is suddenly now starting to feel like your standard Christmas movie vibe. Lots of fun, upbeat, snowy times. We meet Diana and Riley. They talk about their love of true crime, work, and uh, they also talk about Diana's new boyfriend, uh, Frank. One who is, uh, I don't know, kind of a lame ball. And that lame ball ends up breaking up with her, the nerve. While she's walking away, she hears a, hey, and she's like, what? Then she hears a, hey, and she's like, this has to be a killer. So she runs and she hides, uh, and then she pulls out the pepper spray. But it's just Frank. It's classic Frank. They're about to talk about it some more, the whole breakup situation, when she gets a call and she finds out that her aunt Tippy has died. Tippy. Tippy. Tippy tipped Tippy over, am I right? And Tyler, too. Um, Diana suspects foul play immediately because of the True Crime Podcast and whatnot, um, and how uh, anytime there is a crime on a staircase... Uh, It is typically murder. Um, Case in point, the staircase. Um, But what can she do about it? (laughs) Especially given the fact that Tippy is not her actual aunt. No relation whatsoever. Just one of those, like, you're my neighbor, you're old, I like you, you're my aunt. Also, she's obsessed with gnomes, so... Yes. She goes to head back uh, there for the funeral, uh, back to her hometown, and maybe even see her ex boyfriend, Matt, maybe even see what's going on there. Um, she goes to Tippy's house, and someone is just watching through the bushes. There's a woman cleaning up the crime scene, as she calls it. It's Tippy's housekeeper, and she found Tippy. She loves Tippy. And she's very distraught about Tippy's uh, Tippy's uh, accident.
0: How many um, times can you say Tippy in this synopsis? We'll,
2: we'll find out well, okay. if you're going to give me an amazing name like that. There's nothing I can do about it. Well, we meet a few more players. Everybody, there's Bridget, who is Tippy's neighbor and friend. There's Larry, who is Tippy's ex-husband, and he's also missing a button. Or uh, more on that later, I guess. Uh, it's a huge deal. Lastly, there's ex-boyfriend Matt, who is always sneaking up on her for some reason. This, this, this movie has more sneaks per, per <laughs> oh, minute more sneaks per than minute than I, I think I've ever witnessed. He, uh, the is, SPM
0: here is through the roof. <sighs> It's huge. Oh, man. <laughs> um,
2: he's uh, her aunt's uh, estate lawyer and it turns out that Diana is uh, going to be given the entire estate this is news to her and news to pretty much everybody close to Tippi. She ultimately decides that she is going uh, might be interested in selling the house and so Matt helps Diana pack up some of uh, Tippi's house and they find this like box, this all these older Christmas ornaments, and they're like, we should get rid of these. And then they find out that they're antiques. And so this reminds Diana in the process of doing all this stuff about um, this Christmas village that Tippy always put up, and they she can't find it anywhere. Where's the Christmas village? So they decide that they should go uh, all in on decorating the house because uh, it could help uh, the house uh, sell. You know. And uh, she brings the ornaments to a guy named Jerry. Jerry. Jerry, how you doing, bud? Jerry, Jerry, Bo Berry,
0: selling antiques, Mo Mary, Christmas. (laughs) Jerry, you doing good, bud? Oh, I'm doing great. You're a terrible person. (sighs) I checked in on you. You sure did. Doesn't right. make up for the sins that you've done in the past. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks, Jer. Two wrongs don't make a right, friend.
2: Okay, I'm your friend though.
0: Not even in on your life.
2: Okay, she brings the ornaments to a guy named Jerry. Not bad, that's Jerry. A, that's a take the day off character yeah. we just pulled uh, out for
0: some reason.
2: Who owns like um. I don't know. It is a pawn shop. Of, it's an antique store. I don't know. It's the very Christmas theme, though. I don't know if he only takes Christmas garbs and goods, but it's what it seems like to me. He does. Uh, he helps her realize that her uh, gr- grandma's Christmas collectibles were some hot commodities. These were hot, 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 comod- hot worth lots of money. Um, she gets back and she finds the housekeeper doing stuff in the house uh, that she should not be in. And so she calls 911 assuming that she's trying to hide evidence. Um, and it, basically it just comes down to the fact that the housekeeper doesn't think that Diana should get the house. Yeah. And she thinks that she should keep keeping the house up. That's right. Because uh, of, of Tippy. Um, but no, it's Diana's house. You can't go in there anymore. Diana comes down the stairs later that night, and there is a dude in a hood. Looks very similar from behind to the person at the beginning of this movie. This person turns around. She immediately hits the person with pe- pepper spray, and it is... Max. He uh, he came to bring her dinner, and so she helps his eyes, um, you know, get better. And then they kiss, and they kiss, and they kiss some more. Uh, the next day, they go to Jerry, Jerry, and uh, gives them some more info about the village. Uh, and it seems like he has some pieces that are matching up with these numbers that she found. Basically, he has some of the village um, that he's kind of been collecting over the years, piece by piece, over time from a mysterious person. So they go to leave, they kiss in Matt's car, and she spots a Christmas village box mm. in the back seat of the car. Is Matt the killer? It's not. He's he's not. It turns <laughs> out uh, it's just a box of some goodies, like pictures he was going to frame for her or something. I know it's it, he. It's just a box, though. Um, there is a whole uh, Christmas. Best I can figure, like a Christmas village black market is kind of the vibe that I'm getting here. She ends up meeting with a, uh, a Christmas village, uh, like, mover. Like, hey, I'll give you this. You take it to that person. That She's person a mule. will take a, yeah. a Christmas village mule. That's that was exact-
0: working for Tippy yes. at one
2: point. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, she says, I don't know exactly who I sell it to, but the person that I, sell- that I give this to uh, has a scar On their arm. A burn scar. That's exactly right. And so Diana is then talking to Bridget and notices that Bridget has a burn on her arm. And when she confronts her about this, Bridget immediately grabs a knife. (laughs) So. Guess it's Bridget. <laughs> Bridget chases Diana around the entire house with the knife saying, how oh, are you going to stop it? Um, and so ultimately, uh, Diana gets Diana gets knocked out. And uh, Bridget is like, hey, I'm going to tie you up. Ties her up and explains that Tippy had all of these uh, very expensive Uh, Christmas village pieces just lying around. She'd bring them out once a year and then she would put them away. And why should she do that? She has lots of money. I don't have any money. So I'm going to take the villages and I'm going to sell them. I'm going to sell them because I need the money. And she's like, well, Tippy is very uh, generous. Why not just ask her for some money? And she's like, I couldn't. I couldn't. Now, all of this is uh, being said while uh diana has the detective on the phone because when uh when bridget walked away uh diana pulled her phone out of her back pocket got uh the detective on the phone real quick so she admits (laughs) to this whole stealing of village what we also find out in the uh in uh, in this admission is that tippy did just slip (laughs) <laughs> sure did she just slipped down the stairs um, now she slipped because she was shocked but she did slip that's right so that is important to know the cops do show up and arrest her and we go quiet uh, yeah, arrest her arrest her for
0: stealing and is she, what's does she is get arrested she for says I murdered her She says it, and then we find out she just... It's tough. Uh, Anyway,
2: her and Mark Mark end up making up and making out after the whole, hey, I think you killed (laughs) Tippy" situation. And um, because this is a Christmas movie uh, as well, um, it does end with a nice family reunion and a Christmas toast. And that, my friends, was It's It's Beginning beginning to to Look look a a Lot Like like murder. Murder. We did it. We did do it. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to break this movie down even more here on Tech Talk Hallmark. Hallmark. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Deck the Hallmark. We are having one heck of a time uh, here on a Monday talking about murder and whatnot. Very excited uh, for this week, to be honest with you. Talking about this, um, you're going to be gone the next couple days.
0: Tomorrow will be my first ever missed episode. How are you dealing with that? I'm making it. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to power through. I'm going to miss you. I'm gonna miss you too, buddy. I'm gonna miss you the a lot. First time, first, first time, time missing one. The first I'm time miss missing Dan mourning that
1: over you. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, I know.
0: I know. That's the that's the thing that hurts the most. It's not missing the episode. It's that brands miss two or three. Uh, so, a, a, a couple, yeah and, yeah, and I've never missed one, and yeah. so the streak had to come to an end at some point. And but here the thing
2: that I can always hold over your head is I'd still have technically done more than yeah, you. Yeah, because you would do some just yeah, yeah different but things. that's yes. right but Correct. this is the first new Hallmark Channel movie that, that I have missing, not seen. and You've missed two. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So I still got you one to two, but it doesn't feel as good. Yeah, I'll say. That. I know, I know. Um, and I have to because of the ranking episodes. I have to still watch right. the movie.
2: Yeah, you have to. You have to uh, be so above above board there. Um, and then we're gonna be kansas city and um i i don't know if maybe everybody on this screen will be there in kansas city i don't know what we're allowed to talk about but i don't know he's cool. i don't know news to me i don't know you're just throwing things I'm out there. I'm just throwing things out there, trying to uh, <laughs> uh, kind of uh, put things out into the universe and see what, see what happens. Maybe shake it up like a snow snow globe, but excited to see everybody in Kansas City come say hi. And first person that yells cock-a-doodle-doo gets a free shirt. Um, Let's do this. Let's start with a hot take, and uh, let's uh, start with you, Alonzo. Alonzo, what did you think of this Lifetime of Movie Network murder Christmas movie? It's beginning to look a lot like murder.
1: Well, okay. for starters, I don't have a lot of uh, point of comparison in terms of like your standard lifetime murder movie. I've only seen one or two maybe ever. So like I I know their Christmas stuff pretty well. I know their bread and butter throughout the rest of the year is, you know, my neighbor is a psychotic dentist or whatever. Uh, So I don't I haven't seen a lot of those. I don't have a lot of points of comparison. And I'm not against the idea of merging the Christmas and mystery genres like uh, the um, the the publishing company that does a lot of the cozy mysteries at Christmas time. They'll put out these collections where they'll get their big authors to do like kind of little Christmas themed novellas featuring their kind of, you know, well-known sleuth characters. And I like those a lot. I liked. um the uh, 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 plum pudding mystery that the, the Hannah Swenson they did on Hallmark. Which,
2: which we are getting to finally during Christmas That's in right. July. Just yes. to oh, let everybody Christmas know. We, Christmas, murder let, yes. Yes. Christmas murder Bakery. Christmas
1: <laughs> murder Bakery. Exactly. Yes. 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 It is hey, one wow. of
2: the things oh, yeah. we have not seen and um, uh, as of right now it is airing at the end of June so we'll be able to yeah, add it to the list. Very excited. about it.
1: Um, All of which to say is that this movie is as Dan would say bad, 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 bad. <laughs> um yeah. just you know, it, I thought the the bright light of a uh, hotel for the holidays was oppressive. And this mm-hmm. movie, whew, like this is never has a has a murder mystery had less shadows. Oh, no. Uh, everything is just like we are about to have perform surgery in here. Um, bland characters. I figured out who the killer was, which is never a good sign because I'm usually the worst at that. But, like, I figured most competent actor probably is the killer. And uh, (laughs) I was right. Eric Roberts wasn't the killer, Alonzo. (laughs) Uh, Excuse me. Aaron Gray played Lieutenant Wilma Deering on Buck Rogers in the 25th Century. In the 1970s, I'll have you know, which is yep. a a favorite show of mine growing up. Um, yeah, this movie is boring, <laughs> and it, it, it's about a it's about a Christmas village. Like I know that Bran has learned firsthand that these babies are expensive to they put are. together, but like murder expensive, this is news to me.
2: Yeah. um, Yes. Shout out to 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 Beth Ann for uh, helping me start my village. Uh, I don't know if it'll be growing anytime soon, but um, very. Your kids don't need to go to college. I really enjoyed having it up last year, so so it is very nice, and I've always wanted one. Um, Yeah, I think I was. Totally honestly fine with this movie until it turns out that Tippy didn't get murdered. bingo. <laughs> when I found out that Tippy honestly did just slip down the stairs, it feels like we have wasted time. It's beginning to look a lot like a household accident. <laughs> exactly well, right. right. Like one of you my- can't, like, that's not a it's she did, uh, Bridget is a robber, she did steal, yes. but I do not think you can try her for murder. For sta- sitting at the, the bottom of the stairs... And not reporting it. I, 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 it would be something, that it wouldn't be murder. I, it wouldn't be yeah. murder. I, it's beginning no. to look a lot like something. I just don't know what it is. <laughs> and um, that bothers me. It bothers me that I was promised murder, and what I got was a slip... Um, and that's all it actually ended up being. And she's um, not even gonna murder the heroine. She's just gonna tie her up until well that, she was, that was that was't that's actually in my way. what? Which is <laughs> she grabs a knife, chases her around the house. yeah, then when she ends up just knocking her out with a gnome, she decides, I'm not going to kill her with this knife. I am instead going to tell her beat by beat what happened. So, yeah. 007 style. I, I was into it, and honestly, a question that has been ringing around in my mind is can Christmas really make everything better, even murder? And the answer is yes. I f- I did find that out in this movie. It did make me happy. I did enjoy it until that last like 10 minutes where it all just comes uh, falling down. And that's unfortunate. But overall, it was okay. Just I needed it to be murder. And I know that makes me sound like a bad person that no, when no, I no. find out it's not murder, I'm like, oh, no, man. Oh, oh, <laughs> <this is ruined. laughs> but, but uh, that is how I felt. Dan?
0: Yeah, I did write down, it is beginning to look a lot like murder, but not murder. <laughs> it, it looks like murder, you would think that but it, it, it isn't like it. murder. It isn't at all. I guess um, the title is not incorrect. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it says it's beginning to look like, it's giving you a clue Similar right there in too, the title. It's looking like it. It's a um, question of murder. Yeah. yeah, it's a question of murder. I uh, I do have to add apologies to make, and that apology goes... Straight to Hallmark Movies and Mysteries when I complain that everyone just talks through the plots all movie long because that is this movie. Um, No one is in it, but the people that are talking, it's like maybe eight total people in this movie. Every line for the first hour is just plot it's just well i need to do this to do this i think this happened the police think this happened what if this happened i found this you have that like there's nothing else there's no character anything it is just
1: position all the time
0: yes it's just talking through the thing that we're watching it it is it is like they made their own audio commentary track (laughs) um it's awful It is boring. And then we get some action where the killer chases her around with a knife in one of the most excruciatingly silent, weird scenes of all time. Now... It was a lot less convoluted than Hallmark Movies and Mysteries that try to give you all these very like extensive reasons why people are doing the things they're doing. And this one, it's like, here's a red herring. Here's a red herring. Here's a red herring. Here's a red herring. This is who did it. Straightforward. The problem is, and Alonzo, you alluded to it, and I, and I will go further in, in detail with this during the Wait What segment. They give away the killer in this movie, very early it is obvious if you're paying any sort of attention what happened um and so the only
1: person who doesn't lurk suspiciously
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and so the, there's no mystery component there's no murder there's no character development it just is there and that's unfortunate uh really terrible really terrible movie
2: yeah yeah i feel all that it's yeah. time for all the feels though let's talk about any feels that we had alonzo
1: uh, gosh. Hmm. Well, I, I did appreciate the fact that, uh, I guess the fact that it's, her name is Tippy is supposed to be a Hitchcock reference. <laughs> You're giving a lot of credit there. for Tippy Hedren.
0: I don't well, know why is else a, you would that name staircase a character scene is the one scene with shadows too. Uh, so,
1: that's yes. So sir. you never can tell. Just a thought. Uh, and I do, you know, as always got to give a shout out. The leading lady here is, uh, was once a cast member on Degrassi. 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 Mm.
2: Um. Yeah. I mean, her house was so so nice. I love uh, older houses decorated for Christmas. Um, the pictures of the Christmas village all set up worked for me, and the Christmas. It just. It just. It did it. It did what I hoped it would do, uh, which is to make murder fun again. Uh, Dan, make murder fun again. I uh, fun for the first time. Um. My. <laughs> Enough. Not again. Not again. Make uh,
0: murder fun again. Uh, just, I, that was... The Steak Party is not adopting that as no. the slogan. <laughs> um, no. No. <laughs> again. You know, we need to get back to the old days. When, mur- when murder... <laughs> murder was fun. Was fun. Fun. Um, No. Um, I do have a feels. Uh-oh. And it is anytime the antique store owner says anything. Very. Uh, <laughs> he is there to get through his lines... As quickly as he can, with no intonation at all, it's just, let's do this thing. We've got... He might be the director, and he knows they're over. I don't know. But he is there, and he's just like rattling them off, like we all need to know this antique information, and it can't be done any quicker than this. And it's not like Aaron Sorkin fast. It's just this is my first take it's my only take i memorized these lines and i'm proud to hear you for you to hear me say them yes. uh and it was great i love every that. time he talked i laughed hysterically it was wonderful
2: <laughs> uh it's time for a quick break we'll come back with the wait what and the uh, once in a lifetime here on deck the hallmark deck the hallmark Welcome back ninjas Uh, We're talking about It's beginning to look a lot like murder We're uh, at the wait what part of the show Uh, I don't know if there's going to be any to go around But we will try Mm. and we will start with Alonzo Alonzo, anything make you go wait what? Well, you know, this one's a little baffling for me
1: because at first I wrote down Christmas when your plants are all still on the front porch. Um, (laughs) Yeah, classic. But then like as we got closer to it later in the film, it was like, oh, wait, these are plastic. Are they supposed to be plastic? Like it's one of those things like the – the lady with the zoom background where we thought it was a zoom background. And it turns out, no, they were trying to pretend like she was actually on the Riviera. Right. (laughs) I couldn't tell if we were supposed to perceive those plants as plastic plants, or if we were supposed to perceive them as real plants that were somehow alive in the middle of winter. But anyway, um, Christmas is apparently also when your blow mold, Santa is still in the cellar. Uh, so, you know, (laughs) I, I never understand that in these movies. Uh, okay we have a drinking game and that would be for the word business. Oh, we're all dead. She she talks about (laughs) her business so much and, Oh, you're so devoted to the business. I'm trying to launch the business. And they never explain what the business is. There's a sign on the wall that says like holiday shipping, the assistant who is stuck in the office, the entire movie rattling off exposition and supportive love advice on phone calls is like pulling ribbon out all the time. But, like, they're not a shipping company because she talks about how you can't control the U.S. Postal Service. So it means sure somebody else is doing the shipping part. Do they just wrap stuff? I, I don't know. Whatever this business is, which is apparently consuming her life and made a bad hair boyfriend break up with her, we don't know what it is. But the word business is uttered, is uttered so many times. It reminded me of when Bibbs first talked me into watching Hallmark movies, and he said, well, it's always about a woman in the city uh, who is a business of the business business, and then she has to go to a small town. <laughs> so yeah, this is a business of the business business. Business of the business business, business of course. It sure is. Uh, the main uh, crop of this uh, area where the film is set would be snapping twigs. <laughs> <laughs> because on at least three different occasions, she is outside the house and- <laughs> She hears the snapping yeah. twigs. Like there's a whole Mark Twain essay about James Fenimore Cooper that is just about snapping twigs. I thought we'd <laughs> move past that, but apparently not. Yeah, they're
0: fine. She le- she leaves them laying around, so it's like you know in Mission Impossible where he breaks all the glass. Like that's her thing. Is she sure she, she wants to make sure them around the house? That's right. She's one yeah, hand
1: yeah. on the pepper spray for the next. <laughs> she move, does you know? listen
2: to a lot of true crime. She's one step ahead. <laughs>
1: Uh, and then we we wind up with you know the happy ending the couple gets together but let's unpack this real quick. She has pepper sprayed him. She has reported him to the police as a possible murder. He, meanwhile, his idea of a big generous Christmas gift is to give her a gnome of herself, a gnome that makes her look really grumpy. That has like the you know the, the angry <laughs> eyebrows going. Also. Ignoring the fact that not that within the last 48 hours, she has been clocked on the head and knocked unconscious (laughs) with a gnome. Like, dude, read the room. And they all lived happily ever after. Yeah. Like, I just, this is not the footing. I also
2: have this gift down. I I wrote, (laughs) she doesn't like that gnome, right? Because she gets to gnome, she opens up, and she says, she says, Oh, you don't think I, I've had enough gnomes? <laughs> Which is never something you want to hear it's when and then she's like, I love it. <laughs> she crazy. doesn't like the gnome. But she doesn't like
1: the gnome. Yeah, no, That's like all anything. I got. How about
2: yeah. it? Um, So you guys remember Frank, uh, boyfriend from the beginning. Yep. Um, Frank Bad Hair, yes. They break up, <laughs> and uh, she goes walking to her car, and she hears, Hey. Hey, and she hides and then she's gonna pepper spray, which is her go to pepper yeah, spray. Classic we love does. that. Mm. Um I can't believe that she didn't recognize Frank's voice because even I did, and I'm not dating right. him. <laughs> not dating <laughs> it, it was so clearly Frank's so voice. Clearly. It was clearly it's Frank's voice. That yeah. She that's didn't also, know it. It's also on Frank for not using her name, yeah, though, that's true. just yelling hey in the dark. That, that is true. You should use a name. That is always helpful. Uh, everyone write that down. That's helpful. Uh, <laughs> um, what is the deal with the person looking at her through the shrubs when she gets to the house do you guys remember detective.
1: that yeah the detective he says he's on the neighborhood watch okay yeah. okay yeah, i yeah. i missed that but that was it what is such a red herring moment
2: okay i missed that that was w- what that was okay great thank you um so you know um how lots of times at this point we don't even mention it but so often there's like facetime calls and the person on the other end is in crystal clear 4k like sometimes it's magic this was a very specific case where it was the opposite where it was so bad the audio was abysmal when she was talking to her mom on the phone and it was more distracting than when it's the opposite. So I'm just here to say, anytime I've ever complained about how crystal clear the 4K FaceTime calls are on it. these movies, please keep doing it. Because <laughs> trying to make it realistic is worse. Oh, real bad. Well, yeah, I, I,
1: uh, I th- want to piggy piggyback on that because the, 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 the excuse for that is, oh, I'm on this cruise ship and we have, you know, crappy reception. But this is a thing where they're treating digital as though it were analog. Analog. Right. So in other (laughs) words, like if she's got a spotty Wi-Fi, it doesn't mean like she's going to come in all like with static. Like No, it just means that it would... Bop in and out, or maybe be pixely or something, but they're they're treating it like oh you know
2: ye old radio signal is <laughs> yes. not clear enough. You know? Was significantly more distracting than the alternative. <laughs> so I'm just here to say I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all that I'm here for. Dano, um, I watched this
0: movie uh, by myself. We didn't want not
2: watch didn't this watch together. I watched
0: it uh, last night, and on my television. Guys, Dan and I are fine. I know he's not going to be here it tomorrow. I know we didn't like watch we this movie.
2: We're fine. Everything's going to make it. Never uh, better. Like
0: murder. Yeah. I'm just saying Jerry has a few solid points. Uh, Anyway, uh, so when I was watching it, when the original Kill in quotes happens tippy looks down and says you and you see the back of the killer's head now why this is important is is because if you'll watch for a very split second because i after at the end of the movie they do a flashback and what's her name gertrude that killed her bridget bridget that's the one bridget in the flashback is wearing a hooded sweatshirt and she she's down at the bottom of the stairs on the first time through when they show you this Bridget is not wearing a hooded sweatshirt. In fact, it is very obviously someone with gray long hair that is pulled up. Like, obvious. And if you're watching it that split second, the rest of your red herrings don't make any sense. None of them do. (laughs) None of them do the movie's over before it starts because they give you the basic physical description of the killer at that time. And after the movie ended, I actually went back and found the scene and and froze it to make sure I wasn't going crazy and I'm not going crazy. It's clearly Gertrude. It's
1: clearly Bridget. (laughs) My only shock here is that they filmed it twice. Yeah, like that, that what in the world? Like, who would be? And the reason kind of they filmed it twice it. is so when Creep McCreeperson
0: boyfriend is coming in with a hooded sweatshirt, uh, you're supposed to think of him as right. being the killer. But no, no, that's uh, not the case at all. Uh, just the, absurd.
1: The um, coziest mysteries are the ones where we know already who did it. <laughs> yeah, well, they,
0: they did that, and it did look a lot like the murderer. Uh, <laughs> Mrs. Hobart, who is our British uh, housekeeper, mm. uh, has three runs at the word entrepreneur, and she says it three different ways. In first. <laughs> she has three cracks at it, that three times, time. and she's like, entrepreneur, <laughs> entrepreneur. <laughs> like, it's different all three times she says it. Like, I get it. You're working on an accent here. Pick one. Roll with it. We'll be none the wiser. We don't know British, <laughs> but but you pick three different versions Gonna call this into question was also
2: that. another uh, a perfect example of an, an opportunity to explain uh, what she does and they do not, and it actually makes it oh, more yeah, confusing, more confusing as to what she does. So yes. Yes. that was fun. Of you're course. you're an entrepreneur. I'm not an entrepreneur. Yeah, <laughs> I I thought she was. <laughs> she runs a what? small business. A, but that's you're not an entrepreneur. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, now she's, I'm more confused. Yeah. Not um, British,
1: but definitely British Columbian.
2: British Columbian, yes, it, BC. That's oh, right. Did did she not start the business? She did. It, she is an entrepreneur. Okay, so it's, she's it's, just it's absurd. Okay, she didn't recognize
1: the word the way she pronounced <laughs> it. Yeah, she's like
0: an entrepreneur. I'm not that. Um, uh, so uh, later on in this week's uh uh segment of mansplaining this dude looks at our lead and says nothing about probate law is simple (laughs) okay first of all the idea of probate law is pretty simple first of all second of all calm down over there (laughs) like you're the only person that's ever read a book in your life like are you serious You can say it all gets technical or the law is complicated. Nothing about probate law is ever simple. Not true. Not true. And demeaning and degrading. Stupid, really. Just dumb. But I mean, that is coming from a dude who uh, is just creeping. Like, at one point, Matt says, why is it always bad timing with us? It's always bad timing, Matt, because you're breaking and entering and trying to scare the woman you love. That's why it's bad timing. (laughs) It's bad timing because
1: you're weird. That's why it's bad timing. Maybe this woman who just lost a loved one to a household accident that may or may yeah, not be yes. a homicide doesn't want to be snuck up on in that same house. <laughs> Maybe even break in twice. <laughs> <laughs> not once, twice he breaks
0: mm. in. Um, there is a brief snow in this movie. Uh-huh. At nighttime. Yes. It's so brief and so digital that I thought it was a transition effect. I thought it was like the fireworks in Christmas in Carolina. <laughs> it was, it is two seconds blinking. You miss it. They're establishing nighttime traffic. And all of a sudden digital snow, like at the end of a, a deck, the hallmark episode on Philo starts falling two seconds. And then they switch, And I'm like, that was a weird transition. And then the first line of the next scene is, Hey, it snowed last night. <laughs> God, no, it didn't. Not even close. Go watch that if you'd like a fun time. Um, and then I've got in two more that were I do two. I do two. Two more that are massive in my opinion. One is antique store guy who's Jerry? late late for the track. Uh, he he says this line, I never kid about money except when I'm playing poker. <laughs>
2: Is that when you joke about money? Is when you're playing cards? I think what he's saying there is that when and when he bluffs. But that's, that's not a kidding. Joke. That's I, not a joke. But I think he
1: thinks it is. <laughs> uh, when he bluffs, it's hilarious. It's
0: hilarious. He's
2: like, ha-ha, I'm all in, suckers. <laughs> I think he thinks that lying is the same as kidding. Is kidding, like yes, my Kel kids is do. Putting on a clown.
1: Wonka, <laughs> Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs>
2: like when you when your kids are learning about what like a tr- like a joke is. Yeah. And like what a trick. Like I'm tricking you, and yeah. it's like, but at some point you have to tell me. You have to what, tell the What the like doing the, the bathroom? Yes, yes. <laughs> it's exactly <Okay>. right. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: I gotta be honest. I was I was 39 when I found out it was weird that Dwayne was drowning and knocking on the door yeah. at the same time. That's <laughs> tough news for me. Uh, Dwayne the best. So, so, lastly, I have never seen a mom and dad less happy to see their child. <laughs> ever in my life, there are parents picking up their teenagers from jail today that are more excited to see their kid to see their kid than these folks are. and I want to be clear these folks are stuck on a cruise ship and then stuck in some Godforsaken city. They're not going to be spending Christmas with their daughter for the first time ever. And then somehow they make it work. Surprise, not even a hug. Not even a hug? Nothing. It's right in... They come right in, oh, good to see you. Nothing. They walk in, they don't even put their bags down, and Maddie Boy over here is like, hot chocolate toast, everybody. And that's the end of the movie. I could just act for a second, I know this is crazy, but like you're her real mother. (laughs) Like, try that one on and see what happens. Like, big hug?
1: Something. I, I just... It was unbelievable. I, yeah, he, I, those hot chocolates are almost <laughs> entirely brandy at this point. But here, take them, please. Take them. We got to just to get through this. Let's go.
2: It's brutal. Yeah. It's time for once in a lifetime. It's where we wonder what could have been, maybe happened. That would give some clarity to the questions that we still have. Any questions you're still wondering about, Solanto? Uh, I would like to know who
1: in the wardrobe department hates the lead actress so much that they put her in that vomitous holly hobby blouse <laughs> for the finale with the like with the shoulder ruffles and the the string tie. At like a, 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 an ensemble that in 1977 would have been questionable, but what? now it's just like absolutely out of the question. I was stunned at its horribleness, even in a movie that is this cheap and thrown together. You noticed that, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, Go back and look. Yeah, Tell me I'm wrong. There. Yeah, 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 so gross. Yeah. The worst. Uh, I have two. <laughs> One, um, I am uh, continually concerned that what's the new boyfriend's name? Matt. Uh, Matt's? Matt. Matt's just dumb. Like so, <laughs> one. The, obviously, the gift we've already talked about that. dumb. Sneaking in the house twice. But I can't think, literally, of a worse thing to put the uh, uh, something in than a Christmas Village box at that time. Yes. When, yeah. you, when you know...
1: Again, read the room.
2: When you know that there is a, a, a black market Christmas Village scam going on and she's trying to figure it out, could not have picked a worse box. Just couldn't if he tried. It's bad. It's bad.
0: That's bad. The gift's bad. And it, then th- third is... She has a cell phone. You have a cell phone. I'm going to break in twice. Yeah. Twice. (laughs) Yeah.
1: For dumb reasons.
2: And... and, and you know that the person like just you know that there's a black the person was wearing a black hoodie. I don't know. Either way bad to wear a black hoodie with the hood up when you're just well, delivering there, like, there Chinese food. there
1: wasn't a witness, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah had you're, had right, you're right. It's you're just, right. You're right.
2: But that does bring me to my biggest once in a lifetime which is why did Bridget wear that? She is her next-door neighbor there was no need to wear this black uh, uh jacket with a hood because she's gone what what was was what was her thought she can just go out her back door and in to, yeah. to her house that's right she didn't she have a key like <laughs> there was no need for her to wear a black uh, uh jacket with the hood up um, she did But it. she did it
1: To cover her vibrant gray hair, which apparently (laughs) she didn't bother to do in the first time they
2: filmed the scene. I just don't know what she thought. Like, why did she need to do that? Uh, Unless that's just a sweatshirt that she likes to wear. Um, Because um, it could be comfy. She could have easily gone from her house to. Easy uh, Easy peasy. uh, It was going to snow. She needed to have a light wrap on. (laughs) Uh, And also, shout out to naming the character Tippy. Because she tipped over. Uh, <laughs> <a good> <laughs> Damn. Everybody in the club killing Tippy. <laughs> uh, that's
0: good. Do you have any? Do you have anything? To do? Oh man, it's not going to beat that. No. I can tell you that right now. Um, is Eric Roberts slowly morphing into Dick Van Dyke? <laughs> <laughs> he wishes. Uh, like he is starting to have a like somehow bigger facial features, and like mm. the older he gets, he looks like he is like trying to play Dick Van Dyke in a, a biopic. Like, it's wild.
1: It a is Fun fact, do you know who Eric Roberts' wife is? I just know his sister's Julia Roberts. I don't know who his wife it, is. His wife is the unhappy mom at the end of this movie. Really? Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the one that's not even happy to see her. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. I learned that from, uh, from Patrick Serrano. He wrote about this movie online. I
2: read it afterwards.
1: Oh, wow.
0: There you go. There you have it. Our buddy Patrick.
2: Well, we that. did it, everybody. Congratulations. A, a, a great time. A, a fun time a as great always. Time. Uh, cool. next, uh, next time, we're, uh, we're heading over to Showtime for a wonderful time of the year.
0: I, ah, wonderful time of the year. Just, Just singular. a singular time. No, no, uh, nope.
2: ah, no. A wonderful time of the year. Now, I remember when I looked this movie up, A Wonderful Time of the Year. There was the name of a an actor that I was like, Is that? It was. It wasn't like Steve Lund. Wonderful time of the year. Steve Lund, but it was like Steve <laughs> Lund, where I was like, Steve Lund's in a, in a Showtime movie. Um, Tom Arnold. Uh, Brendan Pin- is Brendan. Is it Brendan Penny? Brendan Penny's in the is movie. It? There is an actor named Brendan Penny in this movie. I don't know if it's Brendan Penny. <laughs> it is Brendan Penny. We uh, don't know if it's the same. I'm Brendan
1: pretty Penny. sure the Screen Actors Guild has rules about this kind of thing. Yes.
2: because on on when you Google it, it is his picture. But on the cover, Brendan Penny's nowhere to be found. So I don't know if it's a he just does a quick. But this is like a family like that gets together. Tom Arnold in it. Tom Arnold. Um, Brendan Penny is not listed on IMDb. If that yeah, I don't anything. see. But him. then when you Google the movie, he's listed. But he's not in the IMDb cast. Yeah, okay. So, so. Brendan Penny's mm-hmm. not in this movie. Uh, also, he's not on the line. So it's a red herring. Cla- this is classic Shh. Penny. This is classic he Penny. He's on the
0: line to clear it up? No. No, uh, no he's not on
2: Uh-oh. That. Mm-hmm. that stings. Um, or Skype, you can't. Yeah, uh, we're going to be back next time with another one, uh, but without Dan tomorrow. Until then, maybe the first to wish you a <laughs> Merry Christmas. Christmas!